Made Visible helps people with invisible illnesses feel seen and heard. It provides a platform for people who seem fine but aren't to share their experiences. It also helps to create a new awareness of how we can be sensitive and supportive to those with invisible illnesses. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Made Visible. I'm your host, Harper Spiro, and I'm so glad you tuned in today. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an online counseling service that matches you with a licensed professional therapist. Today's guest is someone whose business has been a game changer in my life and health. Dr. Sherry Auth is a licensed acupuncturist and board-certified herbologist, as well as the co-founder of Within. Welcome, Sherry. Thank you so much for having me, Harper. I have to give you an award for being the number one person that dealt with my schedule over the last many, many months of every time we were set to record, you were the person that I had to bail on. And it was always 100% because of health stuff. I was at the NIH. I was at the Mayo Clinic. Mm. And I just want to thank you so, so, so much for being flexible. And I know you get it because of what you do, but it really means the world that you still decided to show up today. Absolutely. I believe in divine timing. So this is when this podcast is supposed to happen. Thank you. I appreciate that. So let's dive right in. Tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're from, and what you do. I'm Dr. Sherry Auth. I have a doctorate in Chinese medicine. So that means I'm a licensed acupuncturist and a board-certified Chinese herbalist. I'm also the co-founder and chief healing officer of Within. And Within, we just opened our first location about a year ago in the Flatiron District of Manhattan. And we are a brand new modern approach to Chinese medicine. So we are making acupuncture, cupping, and herbs more accessible to a larger audience. I love it so much. I live a block and a half from the studio. And I walked by within weeks of it being open going like, what is this? What's the deal here? I've been getting acupuncture for years paying a lot of money for it and feeling like, wow, this is really accessible. And it's been my spot. And as I was telling you before we started recording, Maya has been my woman and can't tell you how much I love her and appreciate her. But let's take it back a little bit. You've been a holistic health practitioner for over 20 years. What led you to this field? You know, I always wanted to help people. And practicing mind-body medicine, I believe, is the best way that I can do that. So I studied ancient healing techniques from all over the world, China, Thailand, India, Peru. I'm also a licensed massage therapist, certified in the Rolf Method of Structural Integration, certified yoga teacher, certified Pilates, certified shaman, you know, and have studied herbs from all over the world, Vedic herbs. Uh, Western herbs. I'm a Panchakarma therapist as well. What's that? It's uh, part of Ayurvedic medicine, which is the medicine from India, and it's actually older than Chinese medicine. Wow, that's wild. And so how did you get into this? I mean, was it something in your family? Did people use herbs or explore any of this holistic stuff when you were a kid or Honestly, you found it on your own? Honestly, no. I grew up going through the McDonald's drive through and having a Happy Meal. Um, I really discovered this on my own. I became a vegetarian when I was 14, got really into meditation as a teenager. And that might not be so unusual today, but in the 80s, that was quite unusual. So really, I just followed my heart. I'm, I'm a born healer. Prior to Within, what did your career look like? Private practice, amazing clients, beautiful relationships, watching people's lives change. I Being a that. healer is very rewarding. 
And so what kind of response have you gotten from people in doing what you do? Oh, it's just remarkable. I mean, we're not meter maids. We don't run around, you know, ruining people's days. I mean, not to say anything bad about meter maids, but we're the best part of people's days, you know, and their lives. So the response, very favorable. Do you find that people are coming to you with different ailments and symptoms and diagnoses and you're their last resort or are you their first touch point? I love that you asked that question because when I really first got started in holistic medicine in the 90s, we were the last resort. You went everywhere else and then you went and did something crazy like acupuncture. Now it's just the opposite. So now they're training doctors, look, before you prescribe potentially addictive painkillers to a pain patient, send them to an acupuncturist first. So now we're becoming first-line medicine. Why? Because we're so safe. Because if you can get better with acupuncture, there's no better way to get better. Because we don't have negative side effects. We have positive side benefits. You might go to acupuncture for lower back pain and then discover that your sleeping's better, your stress is better, your immunity is better, your digestion is better. And so do you find that a lot of your patients and people you're working with are doing Eastern and Western things, or are they like very much in your world and that's it? I think if you get in a car accident, you should go to ER and then come see us for recovery. I think there's a lot of amazing things about Western medicine and the two systems are very complementary. I think for ongoing care and staying healthy, Absolutely, you know, acupuncture and herbs are great at doing that. Can you talk a little bit more about herbs? It's actually a topic that we haven't really touched upon on the podcast yet. What they are, how they work, how people can get them and decide and figure out what's best for them. So herbs are really the oldest form of medicine on the planet. And every culture has a system of plant-based medicine. And basically what indigenous people realized is they would eat one thing and they'd go, wow, this gives me energy. They'd eat something else and they'd be like, oh, okay, this is going to put me to sleep. And that information was passed down generation by generation. So this is, again, the oldest form of medicine on the planet. And now what's so exciting is we are now getting the science that is validating a lot of this traditional use. So we have eight signature formulas that treat a lot of everyday concerns like energy, sleep, stress, immunity, common cold, detox, this sort of thing. And we're able to use the traditional knowledge and the scientific knowledge to create really potent formulas. That's awesome. And so how do you educate your practitioners as well as the people who are coming into within that this is something that's a good fit for them? In a number of ways. Practitioners, we're going to train a little differently than our general audience because the practitioners really need to know so much more if they're going to be prescribing herbs to their clients. So what to look for and that sort of thing so that, you know, it's like matchmaking. You know, we need to put a client with the right formula to get the best results. But we also use a lot of accessible language so that people that don't have a prior knowledge can also figure out just over the counter what would be right for them. I love that. And so... Let's talk acupuncture a little bit. For someone who's never had acupuncture, what is it? How does it work? So acupuncture is the insertion of hair-thin needles into specific points on the body known as acupuncture points. Because the needles are hair-thin, they are painless. And I think you could probably attest to that, Harper. That I've had I've... thousands and thousands in my body. It's more common to fall asleep during an acupuncture session. 
than to have any kind of painful response to it. When I had surgery in 2012, I had an acupuncturist coming to my house two to three times a week for about three months. And she put probably 40 needles in and around my incision and just around my lungs and never felt anything. I mean, it never was painful for me. Right. There might be sensation, but it's not pain. Definitely sensation. Yeah. So the purpose of it is... Well, there's a lot of different use cases for acupuncture because acupuncture works in a lot of different ways. So the needles are inserted into the body and they work via the fascial network, the connective tissue of the body, to send messages to the brain that alter brain chemistry. And so it's going to alter brain chemistry in a variety of ways, such as it's going to lower cortisol levels, which is your primary stress hormone, and increase serotonin and dopamine levels, your happy hormones. So this is why acupuncture is so good for stress, anxiety, and depression. It's also going to stimulate your body's natural opiates or painkillers known as endorphins or encephalins. And this is one of the reasons why it's so good for pain, but it's also a natural anti-inflammatory, which is also going to be great for pain, and it's going to be great for inflammation-based illnesses. Think Crohn's or arthritis, this sort of thing. It also increases circulation locally, so it's going to help relax tight muscles, or for women's health, it can stimulate uh, circulation to the reproductive organs to help with fertility or sex drive. Acupuncture also balances hormone levels, so it's great for things like PMS. And again, that effect is going to work for menopause or fertility or other type of women's health issues. And then acupuncture is also really great for digestion. And one of the reasons why it's great for digestion is that it shifts us out of our sympathetic nervous system, which is our fight or flight response, and into our parasympathetic nervous system, our rest and digest response. So instead of the blood going to the head and to the muscles, it's going to the gut and to your stomach so you can digest properly and heal the abdomen. You know, it's an interesting thing, and I was thinking about this, you know, and preparing for this conversation was... I've been doing it for years. I've always been a believer. I've had several different practitioners that I've worked with. But when people ask me about it, it's hard for me to say it has long-term effects. I find that if I go when I'm dealing with certain health ailments or I'm stressed or anxious in any way, it 100% always helps me. But I wonder from your perspective and doing it as long as you have and obviously an opening within what kind of response you get from people and how people should, I hate the word should, uh, feel after having a session? Um, two things, because I kind of heard two questions in there. I think the quick answer on how, how people usually feel after a session, relaxed and rejuvenated. Everybody floats out of within. Totally. But in terms of like frequency and how often you should, to use that word again, go. Uh, In ancient China, you saw your doctor when you were well, and your doctor kept you well. And if you got sick, your doctor had failed you. So this is a system of health and prevention. And one of the things that got me excited about opening within is that I wanted to create a really accessible model for acupuncture so that people could go regularly. So we have a membership model and we're half the price of, you know, typical acupuncture in New York. We really drop the price. And one of the reasons that we did that is because we want people to go regularly because that's really how the medicine is meant to be used and how it works the best. You know, so rather than going and say, well, how many treatments is this going to take me until I feel X, Y, Z? 
it's really not that mentality. It's like, it's peeling back layers of an onion with each treatment, you'll feel gradually better. But even when you do feel better, you're still going to come. You know, maybe the frequency would be less twice a month, something like that, or once a month, you know, but you're still going to want to go to boost your immunity, manage your stress for aches and pains, energy level, all this sort of thing. Do you feel like you have to educate and your practitioners have to educate the people coming in about that? Because I don't think it's a known thing. We educate that all the time. Yes. And we give everybody a treatment plan card that talks about expectations and frequency and this sort of thing. Yeah, because I think it's something where it's like going and getting a massage, like, wow, that was incredible. I feel great. You know, my shoulders feel a lot more relaxed. I mean, I'd love to do it again next week. Can I afford it? Potentially not. So it's deciding what's worth doing and how you feel. And then also, I'm sure there are the inner, um, the internal response that you acknowledge that is such a huge benefit to the body that you may not feel automatically right after a session or maybe ever, but long term, there are great benefits to it. I think after one session, you can expect to feel relaxed or rejuvenated. Now, if you have chronic migraines and you've had them for five years and I'm seeing you for the first time, I'm probably going to set expectations that I want to see you every week for about eight weeks. And then acupuncture is scientifically proven to prevent migraines. So once we get them under control, we're going to find out what your frequency is. If you need to come every two weeks, every three weeks, you know, what's going to work for you? And that's what we're going to do. Yeah, I love that. So the patients that you saw prior to within and working in a private practice, what kind of ailments were they coming to you with? It runs the gambit, but I would say, look, mental health is big. You know, we're really in the age of anxiety. Everybody's struggling with it. Pain is a very big category. Women's health is a very big category, whether it's PMS, PCOS, you know, fertility, adjunct care with IVF. I've treated a lot of cancer, specifically breast cancer. So acupuncture is a really amazing adjunct therapy for breast cancer patients. Um, emotional well-being and physical well-being while you're going through the surgeries or chemo radiation, that kind of thing. And then I've treated a lot of digestive complaints, a lot of IBS, Crohn's, ulcerative colitis, constipation, bloating, this sort of thing. So has your health played a role in you doing what you do? Well, I love to feel good. Feeling good to me is more important than looking good. So I've always been attracted to eating things that make me feel good, doing activities like yoga, Pilates. I'm also a dancer. I love tango and salsa and samba. Doing things that make me feel good. That's awesome. I'm addicted to that. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from BetterHelp. That's Better H-E-L-P, an online counseling service that matches you with a licensed professional therapist. No matter where you are in the world, BetterHelp lets you schedule video and phone sessions with your therapist or even text them. Not only is it convenient, but it's also affordable. BetterHelp's therapists specialize in many different issues from depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, self-esteem, and more. I've talked with many guests about the importance of therapy, and it's something I believe everyone can benefit from. It's so valuable to be able to talk to someone with an informed outsider's perspective. 
With BetterHelp, you can have these conversations at your own pace through a secure online platform and with a counselor you love and who gets you. It's not self-help, it's BetterHelp. Made Visible listeners can get 10% off their first month of BetterHelp by visiting betterhelp.com backslash made visible. That's betterhelp.com slash made visible. And now back to the show. And so do you educate and talk to your patients about doing those other things along with obviously the things that you do with them one-on-one? Sure, I might talk to them about that. But moreover, as a practitioner, it's just about meeting people where they're at. You know, so what we end up talking about or or any kind of wisdom that I might have, you know, it's going to be customized to that person and what they need in that moment. Yeah, absolutely. So let's dig more into within. You mentioned one of the reasons why you launched it. Tell us more about why you decided to create this, because in my opinion, nothing like this existed, especially in New York City. So it was extremely, extremely exciting to be a block and a half from my apartment. Oh, thank you. I really think, you know, we really have pioneered. You know, we really are the first people doing what we're doing to make acupuncture and herbs more accessible. Another thing about the herbs that's really pioneering is that they're all organic and that doesn't exist. You know, we are organic Chinese herbs. And most herbs are coming from China with no quality control, period. So we are testing for metals. We're testing for microbes. We're non-GMO. We source organic, but we still test for pesticides. We also do identity testing. Nobody else in the space is doing this. And, you know, as somebody who's been prescribing herbs for two decades, I know that nobody wants to taste a gross tasting tea. So our herbs are all in tablets and we have convenient little complimentary herb cases that we give people so that they can put their herbs in their purse and take them with you because herbs only work if you take them and they work cumulatively. So unlike pharmaceuticals where we tend to build up a tolerance or something like that, herbs actually work better the longer you've taken them. So you might start our stress formula and I tell people look for results 10 days out you know, or two weeks out, depending on the case, you know, and just be really good about taking your herbs. Herbs are so powerful and so amazing. Are you asking people to keep some sort of log of how they're feeling so they can report back to you? I always start with how people are feeling and, you know, and what's working and not working so that we can customize the treatment to meet their needs. You know, that progress is super important on this journey. Do you feel that an opening within that you've helped remove some of the stigma around this world of acupuncture and herbs and cupping? I hope so. Um, And I hope we've demystified. You know, I love that you just brought up cupping. So maybe we should talk about that for a minute. I've had it a few times only because of within. Yeah, cupping's just the best. Um, So we use plastic suction cups and a suction gun. You know, traditionally, it was glass cups and a flame. But, you know, can be pretty precarious open flames um, indoors. So, you know, we use a suction gun and it, it creates a suction on the tissue that is going to mildly stretch the muscles in the fascia and increase circulation to that area. So it's really great for muscle recovery, really great for tight muscles, and it promotes detox. It feels really good. I've always thought it was one of the weirder things that we do in Chinese medicine, but people get hooked. I love how it feels. It feels really good. It's like a massage. And people always say that it feels like it's sucking all the bad stuff out. And is that true? Yeah, because it promotes detox. It literally is sucking all the bad stuff out. So there are the marks that are often left from cupping. 
and I've had it, I think, three times and haven't had marks. And I'm like, where are my marks? What's the deal? What do those marks actually mean? I'm so glad you said that because that's one of the myths that we like to educate on is that you won't necessarily get cup marks and that people talk about them like cupping bruises, but they're more like hickeys because they're not sensitive to the touch. You won't even know they're there. And now because of people like Michael Phelps, they look cool and fashionable. People want them now. Um, (laughs) And so you might not necessarily get them. And if you get them, they don't hurt. And, you know, they might last three days or a week or something like that. And you can put a little Arnica, which is a homeopathic remedy that will help speed up the marks leaving or, you know, get a massage or take a hot bath. Anything that increases circulation is going to move those toxins through quicker. I love it. I really love how it feels. And I'm really excited to go there later today and do it. Great. Um, So because it's a storefront, do you feel that people are walking by, coming in, exploring something for the first time that they've never had before? Oh, we've given thousands of people their first acupuncture treatment ever. And majority of people that come to Within have never had acupuncture. And we do events all over town. And it is nonstop people hopping on the table for a mini acupuncture session that have never had it. People are curious, and they're ready to try it. And our environment is very professional and clean and welcoming and helps people feel safe getting their first experience with acupuncture. Yeah, I think that's a huge part of it is I've always had someone come to me or back in the day when my mom ran a holistic health care center. I forget if we ever discussed this. No. When I was in high school, my mom ran Olive Leaf Homeless Center on 23rd between Lex and Park. And it was where I saw a lot of different sort of kooky people and out there people. And I wasn't super open to it then. I did a lot of it and engaged with a lot of doctors and practitioners, but I personally wasn't really into being an experiment. Now I'm like totally, you know, wish I took advantage of it then. But that was a place where I explored this stuff. And so it's amazing to just walk on a regular street in Manhattan and see this beautiful place that has an amazing shop and great Mm. customer service and your wonderful education and these great practitioners who really know what they're doing. I mean, I think one of the challenges with a lot of these trendy things that are happening right now, especially in New York, is that you don't know or I don't know as someone with an invisible illness that's super, super, super rare if someone's going to be able to help me. And I think that when I've gone to doctors, functional, Western, you know, across the board, they sort of put their hands up of, we don't really know what to do with you. You can be a guinea pig if you want to try some stuff out. And so I haven't really felt that way at Within, which I love. And I feel like the practitioners I've worked with are really educated and know what they're talking about. And if they weren't, I wouldn't be coming back. So what role does that play in who you decide to work with you, and how they represent your business? Well, we only hire people that have a master's or a doctorate in Chinese medicine. And just so people know what that means, that is three to five years of training. And then after they join the Within team, we do proprietary training, and we do continuing education, and we are all about quality of care. So everybody at Within is highly trained. So I'm really happy to hear that that's your experience. Yeah, I hate having to say that it hasn't been the situation in other places, but I know a lot of people have talked about going somewhere and just being an experiment because their situation is so rare, like mine is. You also have a major shop of products in Within, 
And I know that you curate that and I know you love it because we've been in there together and you're saying you got to try this and check this one out and you're going to love this and all that. So how did you decide to make that a huge part of the business and what kind of response have you gotten to that? Thanks so much for saying that. And you're right. I do really love curating the boutique at Within. And it's been interesting in the first year to see what the needs are and what's resonating. And I'm happy to say that really what it is, is it's addressing the major reasons why people are coming in for acupuncture. You know, so we have the boutique divided prevent, heal, glow. The categories within the boutique are like pain, digestion, sleep, seasonal ailments, detox, these kinds of things. We have really high quality products and very high standards about that. And, you know, fun fact, I didn't really realize this on the front end. I realized it on the back end. Our boutique is mostly female owned companies, probably 80%. Love that. Women own wellness. They definitely do. It's interesting because I think I said this to you when I was last in there and we were talking a lot of the brands that you have in there are ones that I was not familiar with. And I feel like I'm pretty in the know. I spent a lot of time at Credo Beauty and in a lot of these sort of natural skincare and beauty and wellness product places. And I found and have discovered lots of new brands because of you. So you're doing something right there. Thank you. Anything else that we haven't addressed as it relates to acupuncture, herbs, holistic medicine that you want to cover? Well, one more thing about the within experience that I'm curious about. We couple all of our sessions with sound therapy. Do you like it? So I like the, can you explain what the sound therapy is? And then I'll tell you about my experience. Okay. So one of the great things about within is that we have our own proprietary sound therapy that was developed by sound therapy practitioner, Nate Martinez. And he uses entrainment and binaural beads to help relax the mind. So once the needles or cups are in place, we put on noise cancellation headphones and you're on a sound journey for 30 minutes with the needles. It's amazing. I love it. So when I first came in, I had a sound that also had like a guided meditation. And that for me doesn't work. I've been practicing transcendental meditation for about seven years. And so I don't really like to be guided. I like to do my own meditation. So being told what to do while I'm just laying on a table with needles in me didn't work for me. After that, every week since, I've just been doing the sounds and I absolutely love it. Have my eye mask on. And when Maya comes in and taps me and says, like, you're done, I'm like, no, I don't want to leave. So it's amazing. I think it's a perfect combo of all things. Really works well. So the other thing that you also do there is ear seeds. And I know that you do that with a lot of events because I see it all over social media. Can you explain what ear seeds are? Sure. So in Chinese medicine, the ear is a microsystem of the whole body. And there's all these different pressure points that do different things. So an ear seed is a little bead, usually a 14, uh, 24 karat gold seed that is placed on one of the pressure points to get whatever the desired health benefit is, whether that's to balance hormones or calm the mind or treat low back pain. And it's on a clear plastic sticker. So when you come into Within, we're happy to give little complimentary ear seeds wherever you need it. But we also have DIY uh, ear seed kits that you can buy and do them at home because they're on the skin and not in the skin. So they're very safe and you can wear them for three to five days and then just take them off with a pair of tweezers when you're done. And it's a really easy at-home biohack. 
I love that. I've had it every so often. And I'm like, did it fall off yet? Do I need to do something here? Um, And we also have a really exciting thing for our listeners, which I will let you, Sherry, discuss. So we'd love to offer 10% off our herbal blends, natural face tools, and ear seed kits. And the promo code to use online is MADEVISIBLE10. Awesome. I love everything that you're doing, and I truly love what Within stands for, so I so appreciate it. So where can people learn more about you, your private practice, and obviously Within? I'm at Within, so I don't have a private practice that's separate from Within. I work at Within as well, and our website is WTHN, so that's Within without the eyes, and that's also where you can buy our organic herbal blends. Awesome. We'll be sure to put all the links and social and everything in the show notes. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Made Visible. We hope you learned about something new today. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a few minutes to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on iTunes. We can't do any of this without your support. Visit madevisiblepodcast.com and follow Made Visible Podcast on Instagram. Special thanks to the team who made this possible. Elise Bonebright, the audio editor, Gemma Leghorn, the assistant producer, Dylan Chenfeld for the intro music, and Amanda Grisillo for the design.